0: Ever ladies and gentlemen, Ronan is about to come on and absolutely blow your mind in terms of increasing visibility and impact, talking about the distinction between content versus context. And we're gonna have a lot of fun with that conversation. Before we dive into that, let's talk about the announcements. You are a world-changing human being, whether you recognize it or not, you're truly making every day your greatest possible self, and that is a world changer in my opinion. If you want more support in being that world-changing human being, I love supporting you. Number one, if you're at the level where you're getting your message out, you're doing interviews, or you want to explore that, let's talk. I would love to consider you for a guest. Appearance on becoming your greatest possible self. So let me know if you're up for that. Uh, we can talk about that. If you want to start your own podcast, if you want to learn how I did it, uh, what I wish I knew a couple years ago before starting my podcast that would have really made a difference, I would love to share that with you as well and help you launch your own podcast. So if you want to find out about that, let's look at that. Or if you just want general coaching with your specific mission, vision, purpose, and business, I'm happy to explore that with you as well. And I love. Love, love coaching and helping people to live their purpose. So you can get a hold of me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns, on Instagram at IamMillionaireChris, or via email, Chris at BeYourGPS.com. And I look forward to talking to you about how we can support each other. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week, it's by The Feminine One. Not the feminine one, just feminine one. And she, I think it's a she, (laughs) says Chris Burns' podcast is filled with knowledgeable speakers and thought leaders. Love it. Thanks so much, feminine one. I appreciate you. If you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes. You can be shouted out on a future 12-hour marathon all day long as the review of the week. And while you're there, of course, you know, I wanted and plugged in to the sources of empowerment, to the sources that help you become your greatest possible self. And that, in my opinion, is this show. So stay connected, subscribe, get all the latest updates and episodes. We release a new episode every day. And never miss an amazing interview and world-changing human being who's here to help you become your GPS. So definitely subscribe. Now, I'm going to introduce Ronan in just a bit here. Make sure you have a pen, have a paper. Be ready to take notes because this could be the transformational conversation that makes the difference for you in where you're at and making a bigger impact in the world. Okay, Growing your business, growing yourself. So stay Connected. Stay tuned all the way from the start to the finish because you are a finisher, and it feels so good to complete what you start. I can I can totally attest after 102 12 hour marathons, it feels dang good finishing one of these things. So <laughs> well, let me tell you, finishing an hour it feels good too, and uh, you you want to work up to the 12 hour uh, after you know take take some time. So let's introduce Ronan. Most experts make the mistake of picking just tone mode to deliver their expertise through. Accountants make money through accounting. Trainers make money from training. Chefs cook. The secret to becoming a niche leader and having more impact in revenue is to diversify how you deliver what you do. And I think it was picking just one mode. That's what I meant. (laughs) Not tone mode, one mode. One mode, people usually just do one thing. Ronan helps self-employed professionals leverage their expertise and create a bigger impact. He helps identify and package up the most valuable part of their knowledge to create a whole new revenue stream. Ronan loves seeing the benefits that mastermind groups have on both the instructors and the participants, and has helped hundreds of business owners increase authority, profit, and expertise. And before Ronan jumps on, I just want to totally validate that masterminds have made such a massive difference in my life. They've they've made such a huge contribution to me growing, being a part of them, hosting my own, so we're absolutely blessed to have Ronan here with us today. Ronan, are you ready to rock the house, sir? Oh,
1: I am Chris. Yes, indeed. Let's oh my do this.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. Welcome to become your greatest possible self. You're truly a human being who's empowering the world to become our greatest possible selves. Because mastermind—that's that's the whole intention, right? A third and greater mind is formed from you know two or more people uh, coming together in a spirit of harmony to really create a bigger impact. And I'm sure you have your own definition and you know vision of mastermind. So I'm excited to hear more about that and empower our audience to understand the potential the specifics of masterminding and how it can really benefit them man so thanks for being here
1: well chris they say that when two and more people come together and you and i we're almost sort of clones i'm like the old, older version than you we've got the same <laughs> hairstyle and we've almost got the same shirt as well yes so, <laughs> i love it i
0: love it man i so, did not get the memo about what you were wearing dude, dude, it's like, it it just, we're, we're vibing. You're so aligned where the alignment is there. So we're going to dive right in specifically (laughs) this, this conversation I know is going to make a huge difference uh, from where you're standing, your perspective. And the theme today is who are the five associates who you're around the most? And Ronan, this doesn't necessarily mean I want you to list those five people, although you can, it's more of this principle of who do you surround yourself with the most and how does that influence you? So I'd love to hear how uh, that has Shaped you on your journey?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, it, it sounds quite, when you first sort of hear that and you look around, it, it sounds quite sort of negative or it sounds like a, a poor reflection of yourself. You know, who are those sort of five people? And look, we've all got friends that we originally sort of hang out with and then, you know, we lose touch over time. We've got relatives that we, they're relatives, so they, they you know, we surround ourselves with them. But if you look at the people that, that really sort of inspire you to do more, to be more you almost have to deliberately cultivate that, that circle Yes, um, because there are people that, that, are, that are quite negative. And certainly when you're in the entrepreneur space, a lot of people that have a job just don't get it. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the sacrifices, the hours we work, the, the risks that we take. Mm-hmm. And most of them will tell you, well, you know, stay in your corporate job, stay where you are. So you need those people around you that are, are going to encourage you to, to be more and to do more. So, you almost have to deliberately, as I said, find those people and start to surround yourself with them because you feed off each other. Would you agree
0: with that Chris? hundred per cent Ronan I love that, and I love um that you you have to deliberately cultivate your circle, you have to choose, choose wisely. Who are the the members of this circle that I want to allow in, and who am I going to say, you know what, I love you, and you're just not meant to be in my inner circle because you don't you don't contribute to my life in the way that I'm looking for, and vice versa, I'm not able to contribute to your life at the level that I know I'm meant to for those inner circle people, right? It's a it's a two way street to be able to really grow together and be our greatest possible selves together.
1: Yeah, you're looking for people with knowledge, with energy, with passion, with Visions similar to yours that align all those things, and they don 't happen every day. You do have to find them and cultivate them and and work through them and at some stage, like like mastermind groups, you reach a point where it 's not quite working for you anymore, and you find the next challenge the next group and, yep. and you, I call it spiraling up, so yeah. Yeah. you look at the the most successful people in the world, Tony Robbins, and you hear his backstory, and you know he started out as 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 a nobody yeah. serving at some of these events so these yeah. um marketing events and eventually built himself up so he has different group of people he surrounds himself now than when he started so it's it, it sounds sometimes it sounds a little bit almost i suppose fake or even um cold so what i'm looking for like like you're deliberately trying to cull people it's not that it's just that if it works for both and everybody in that group then you all grow together
0: right right and i i think it's really respecting that there's seasons of life too. Not, not everyone is going to grow as fast as each other and to recognize that there's certain communities and groups and masterminds that are meant to be together for a certain season. I think, um, you know, families are, are such a, Foundational place to really recognize that when you grow up, you have some length of time, some season that your family is is there with you, whether they're responsible for you or they teach you how to be responsible for yourself and then for yourself, they are you know you're with those people, and then at some point you say. I can I can go out on my own. I can spread my wings and go go do what my heart calls me to do. My source guides me and leads me to do. And I think that a lot of people um feel like they're trapped in whatever family or work environments or environments that they wind up in rather than deliberately creating their environment, creating their their people that they're around. So I know that you, Ronan, are super intentional about cultivating these groups of people that, um, you know, groups of people with similar intentions, wanting to grow together, who are in a certain season of life to be able to grow themselves. So I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Tell us about how you serve your clients, what you stand for, Ronan.
1: Well, the intro you talked about, as I said, just one sort of delivery mode. So I look for people that are ready to make that bigger impact.
2: Mm.
1: And yeah. some people think it needs to be either impact or income, but they coexist. Yes. You can have both at the same time, and and they feed off each other. The more impact you have, the more income you have, and, yeah. and so it's not a it's not an either or proposition. So I deliberately look for people that that really are looking for the the next step up. What's the next evolution? How can I change the game I'm playing? How can I play it a bigger, a bigger, um, bigger fish in a in a pond than I, I currently am? And and have that desire, and that hunger, because everything else is teachable. So it really just comes from that. You can't teach hunger and desire. People either sort of have it or they don't. So that's what I look for as the key driving factor. Is is this a good person? Is this a good fit? Will they be a good good
0: masterminder leading forward and and leading other people and teaching them what they know? Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful, man. I love it. So it's really just helping people level up, make a bigger impact. And masterminds are one of the vehicles that you provide for people to be able to make that impact. So I want to dive even more into the context versus content conversation just a bit. Before that, though, I want to get us and our audience connected with you and how you got to this point today. What's your journey been like, man? Where did it all begin for you?
1: Oh, well, I've had a very uh, interesting, I wouldn't even call it a career. I worked on cruise ships, and when I was 23, the ship I was on sunk off the wild coast of South Africa. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was one of the lowest paid people on the ship, and it, this incredible story of a huge uh, huge storm, 60-foot swells, 100-mile-an-hour winds, and all of a sudden we started shipping water, and, and wow. the senior officers and crew all abandoned us. So I, at the time, went in the gift shop, and I ended up helping people into lifeboats. Helicopters came first thing in the morning, and I'm helping winch people up to there. And it, and it taught me uh, like an intrinsic value of mine, which was helping people. Because as I said, I wasn't even trained at this. I'd only been on cruise ships for like eight weeks. Uh, and then for the next sort of nine years, I still just traveled the world working on cruise ships, worked my way up to, to casino manager, uh, and then started my own business here in Australia when I immigrated here and I I ran an events business for, for over a decade. Mm -hmm. And then about five years ago, I was in my very first mastermind and this light bulb moment came, came to me. And I'm sure this has happened to you, Chris, and your sort of purpose. You go, wow, I I love doing this. I want to know more. And and I don't call it a passion. I call it an obsession. So I've read just about every book there is on mastermind. I've, I've, I've been in masterminds, I've run them, and I'm just I'm just obsessed with how we can collaborate more and how we can become better people than we currently are in, in business and in life as well. It's a two way street. There yeah. is a symbiotic relationship between your business and you. If you're not growing, your business isn't growing. Mm-hmm. And I mean intellectually, so and spiritually and all those things. So they're very interconnected. So that's how I became this person that became obsessed with masterminds.
0: Dude. I love it. I love it. Just, I think that that life-changing moment of a of a cruise ship that's sinking, and you've been there for eight weeks, and you're like, man, what what am I gonna do? You know, these these uh, you know upper class quote unquote people abandon us. Like these people don't have any anyone who's helping them or leading them, and you just you know rally rally to the call, so to speak, and you you jump up and you start serving, and you recognize that natural leadership tendency in you. And then fast forward through a decade or two, and you join your first mastermind, and you're really, you're really there, recognizing, "Hey, I, I love this stuff. I love connecting. I love this mechanism, this vehicle, uh, how this works, and I want to go deep and and explore it even more."
1: Yeah, and it, it, it just, it, I suppose, every business needs to align to your core beliefs, values, intrinsically what you're good at. We're all looking for flow in business. We're looking to find mm-hmm. that that sweet spot where work doesn't feel like work and it just becomes effortless Mm. Uh, and some people never ever find that and some people need to deliberately look for it and and often our genius is inside there and other we we recognize it in other people and often we're quite often the last person to to notice that so sometimes again what i do in the mastermind is is show people their genius they're part of their expertise that that people really really want and and it's the you know once you're inside the jar it's hard to see it to read the label on the bottle you know that phrase <laughs> it's a little bit like that we're all good at giving advice to other people but we're not necessarily particularly good at, at seeing our own genius or seeing our own blind spots
0: yeah yeah 100 percent that's it's such a powerful you know for for me hiring my first coach was such a powerful awakening of what's possible and to get that you know for me it was one on one support i was like man I, I like anything is possible with this support and even better than just one person's perspective it's a group of of peers and successful people professionals people who have ambition people who have drive people who are out to make an impact increase their income surrounding ourselves with people like that it's just like, man, you just you just feel like a a, a pack, you know, like a, a tribe of people, yep. a small tribe of people who's unstoppable, who's on this this mission to change the world. And together, anything is possible. and such a such a beautiful experience.
1: That's definitely the the, the vibe and, and the attitude that you want to create. And when that does happen, you're just inspired to do so much more and, and to to be to step into that person that you ultimately want to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. So beautiful, man. So fast forward, you jump into masterminds, and now your your big focus is diving into making a bigger impact in the world, increasing income. And specifically, I know today we wanted to talk about context versus content. And I wanted to hear, well, where did that conversation come up from, and why is that important for you?
1: Well, I heard the quote from Derek Sivers about four or five years ago through Tim Ferriss's book is that, if it was just about information, we'd all be multimillionaires with perfect abs, right? yep. And it's a really good line to to stop and think about the amount of information that we are bombarded with, mm. and it's everybody, you know, scrolling on their phone all the time. And and I read a lot of books, and and that's all good, but at some point, the, when the rubber hits the road, that's the context versus content. So mm. content is free, and it's it's been almost commoditized now. Yeah. Um, everybody gives away white papers, blogs. How to do this? How to do that? But what it's lacking for most people is the context to apply that. Yeah. What does that mean to me? Yeah. How do I fit that into my specific needs, ideas, and where I'm at? Yeah. And and it's it's a kind of like the if you've heard of the flipped or inverted classroom, which yeah. is which is how we teach our masterminds, is that you consume the content and then you come back to the person who is the subject matter expert that has the experience and the knowledge. And you find your sticking point, and then they help you with that to allow that context to to work from that consumption. Mm. And some people might get the whole thing. We've been at school. Sometimes there's just two, three different ways to to solve the same problem, or or to come up with the skill set of how to to teach that knowledge. So, there's no right or wrong one except in math. You know, one plus one is always two. But there's different ways to sort of learn those things. But adding that context, okay, well, in this position, in this situation, you should do that. Or Mm. I found when I did this, that changed. And again, within that, you talked about that mastermind and different perspective and that group learning. Mm. Sometimes you can get four or five people come up with, oh, yeah, I tried that, didn't work. But if you do this, then you go, okay, I get it now. So, you're helping them, you're actually, helping them get to the point where they can apply that content into some kind of context for them
2: mm. and
1: learn it. But also you're getting them past their sticking points where they're stuck and it's different for everybody. Mm. So the, the expert, the, the subject matter expert that's running their own mastermind also is working where they're most needed. They're not spending an hour just going over a theory and idea that's been learned in advance. Mm. They're coming where they're most needed at the sharp end where people say, I'm stuck on this, or I didn't quite understand that. How does that apply to me? So that's the difference, the key difference between context versus content.
0: That's beautiful. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does, absolutely Ronan. And I think what comes to my mind, and I'd love to hear your interpretation on this, um, is when I went to three-day seminars, I would get all this information, I would get all this learning, you know, three-day or even more. I'd get all the information and it was great, it was inspiring, it was motivational, but the context of how do I actually apply this to my life, as well as like ongoing support to continue to integrate it, um, that was missing from from those seminars. And I found that coaching or masterminds, that more ongoing, sustained. Uh, teaching and integration that's what really makes the difference i think both are are important you know like to have a 3 day hey let's go deep let's break through let's create the structures and you know really have you grasp this information and connect with it and then the integration and application and accountability of it um would you say that that's kind of along the lines that you're talking about
1: absolutely because um Learning doesn't happen until something changes. Mm. So if you, if you spent three days there and you come up with all these, they talk about all these great key concepts, ideas, how to do this, how you can level up, how you can do marketing, whatever. If you don't ever apply them, then it's wasted knowledge. So learning doesn't happen until something actually changes and you go, mm. not only do I understand this, but I've implemented it and I've implemented it in a way that works for me, which again will morph. There, there is no... It's not the bathrobe one size fits all. For, for most people, there is there's nuances and subtleties. You've got to work out what works for you and, and applying that. So absolutely, that's the key difference. Is that yeah. when you actually apply it and you and, and then it changes, you you've actually learned something versus just consuming content.
0: Beautiful. And I'm curious, have you found anything that helps people? to shift their perspective and see things from another's point of view without having that that uh, third party, that other person to be there? Because I know context is like asking better questions to be able to interpret and integrate and utilize the information. Is there anything you could recommend to our audience that they can just start to do on their own to be able to uh, effectively integrate and use that, that content
1: more? Uh, one of the things uh, I... I've implemented in, in my life in the last 12 months, and, and I do this every week, sometimes a couple of times a week, is I just spend some thinking time. Mm. So we are hardwired to look for solutions and, and we're hardwired to be busy and doing something. But what happens is that we automatically jump to almost the first idea we have. Mm. All right, need more marketing, uh, need more sales, hire a marketer. Right. Um, but potentially that might not be the best idea for you. So spending that thinking time to come up, and the thinking time gives you the better quality questions that you that you just asked. Mm. Is that to, to say, okay, well, this is my problem. Um, I think this might be the solution, but let me work through alternatives. Let me sit down and spend half an hour, an hour, working on the reason, the real reason why. And and as you do that, you get deeper and deeper, and you come up with all your subconscious learning. Mm. So again, we talked about you know going to a three day seminar, reading all these books, listening to a program like this and then the information is often buried back there, it needs time to percolate back up and go, oh, yeah, I did this course two years ago. Mm. There's a part in there which is perfect what I know now, and, and, and I'm missing that. Or I've forgotten about it. So getting those ideas to percolate back up, if you're on your own, spending that thinking time is, is critical to come up with the better questions. Yeah. And the other one is the five whys. Have you ever heard of the five whys, Chris?
0: Yes, I have, but share with our yeah. audience, man.
1: Uh, so it's a great way of of getting past those surface level problems. So I'll, let me give you a good example. So you say, well, um, uh, I, I was late today. To, um, I was late delivering this piece of content for my client. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why were you late de- like delivering that? Well, I, I just ran out of time. Why did you run out of time? Well, I, I just spent so much time. Well, I looked at my day working on something else. Mm. And why do you do that? So, well, I don't track how much time I spend on on my tasks each day. And then you finally get to the real problem of why you're late in delivering something. It's because you underestimate the time it takes to do pretty much everything you do each day. And therefore, you're overly optimistic. So yeah. going through the five whys on just about most of the, the problems you have allow you to get past those surface level problems to the root cause and, and potentially change those. Yeah.
0: Dude, that's powerful. That is that is so gold. So an amazing practice for anyone who's uh listening or watching right now it's just to sit down and have that thinking time like you said like to put that into our calendar you know i i think just having a every week to have a habit of that have a ritual of that of of doing that i think we would also become more uh more effective and creative at problem solving at diving deeper into things faster and and being able to break through any kind of challenges or obstacles cuz i know I I've been one of those person people when I I like love to learn a lot and accumulate a lot of information the content uh but then the actual application and context of it has been previously a, p- a place where I've like fallen short in a lot of different times and I'm like man why why am I getting stuck with this and I haven't had that thinking time to set aside and just like really sit with what's going on in my life. What are my challenges? Let's reflect, let's go deep into what's the core, the root cause of these. And the more I get aware of that, probably the more patterns I can see, the faster I can get to those root causes and the the more uh, awareness that I'll have on how to manage and navigate my challenges and be my greatest possible self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. It's so cool. So, Ronan, let's keep diving in to making a bigger impact. What do you think most people are struggling with besides the context and applying things to their life? Why are people not making the impact that they are capable of?
1: I believe that a lot of us are transactional instead of transformational. Mm. And and what I mean by that is that um, we live in this age now where the biggest booming business at the moment is educational material.
2: Mm.
1: It's a $355 million a day industry. Mm. And because partly because we're overwhelmed with content, we don't, we don't sit down and we're not able to apply that context. We just get more and more, more content. Mm. So there is this huge need for people that can navigate that path and get people through. And provide their value is what happens is that instead of being transactional, so for example, uh, an accountant is, is transactional and they're discounted. Oh, you're just an accountant. You just sort out my figures at the end of the year. Okay. You saved me some tax. That's great. Mm. Whereas if you go to, to someone like a coach and, and say, well, look, I'm, um, I want to grow my business. And that coach takes you through a process and, and picks your blind spots, gives you the confidence, gives you the knowledge, gives you the context to grow your business. They're transformational. Because if your business grows 30 percent, mm. you value that far more than you value the accountant. Even though potentially they might add up to the same thing, the accountant might say, "Well, I, I actually, I've saved you twenty thousand dollars in tax," you know, pretty early on your business, and the the coach might say, okay, "Your bottom line, you, you've grown your revenue hundred grand, but your twenty percent uh, profit twenty grand." Right. They're about the same, but you value the tra- the transformational one far more than the transactional one. Mm. Subject matter experts, um, they have this expertise, but only when they teach it to others is where the real value is, because that's where they're adding value, and that's where they're giving that transformation, and Mm -hmm. I call it the butterfly effect. If you you create somebody who you transform them from being unsure, not sure what to do, to that transformation and that butterfly effect, they're the ones that are going to tell all their friends, oh, you've really got to work with Chris, he's an amazing coach. He does this? He does that. You know, he's transformed me. He's really sort of turned my business around, or he's given me the the the, the, the missing piece of the key. So, from, for for a lot of people that are subject matter experts, they need to become transformational, not transactional.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, what are people doing, especially coaches and people who are providing the content today on social media? What are they not doing that they could be doing differently to provide that transformation?
1: I suppose it's wrapping up the the most part of their expertise, and some of you've probably done a lot of courses like I have, and mm-hmm. and what you tend to find is that sometimes it's just a dump of people's IP. Mm-hmm. Is all of this stuff go away and, and learn it, and 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 that will be great. Uh, but but again, people sort of fall off the bandwagon. They reckon that ninety percent of people don't ever finish a course that they've paid the money. They're super motivated so it 's allowing at least some of those accountability points within there mm. to ensure that they finish the work as much as possible you can 't get a one hundred percent success rate, right? but you can certainly work with potentially a fewer number of people and have a bigger impact with them instead of trying to sort of spread your message to everybody and then nobody applies it, and nobody gets that transformation yeah. so that 's just my personal view on it is that sometimes you need to go. Um, deeper and narrower with a, with a certain topic or expertise or that transformation rather than being trying to be too broad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, um, cause I, I want, people in our audience who are creating content today to be empowered in their ability for that content, like the free stuff that they put out to be more transformational. I'd love to have a little like brainstorming session right here on what would make the biggest difference for them to get people to engage, to get people um, to to show up to the accountability, to experience the accountability, to integrate uh, into their own context. What do you think might be some tips on that? Do you have anything that comes to the top of your mind instantly?
1: well automatically and we do this all the time it, we tend to just um talk about ourselves Have you ever been mm-hmm. to a networking event shake someone's hands what do you do i do this blah 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 and and i've got 10 years experience i've got 15 years experience i uh, i'm ex-kpmg i i used to work for apple blah 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 what we don't really do is is flip it around and talk about the other person and talk mm. about the outcomes and, and what they want. Mm. And there's that famous mm. quote that um, you can have anything you want in life if you just help enough people get what they want, which is yeah. by Zig Ziglar. Yeah. And and coming up with more content around what your client needs and wants, and, and I call it like a big promise. If you can wrap up your service in this big promise, at the end of this eight weeks, you will have da-da-da. Mm. Um, this is this is the end of what you need, and and almost showing people rather than telling them, that can be the shift in in how they attract the right kind of people, and, and also demonstrate more more value, their more expertise to to, to the market.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can I explain and that well. Yeah, yeah, you did, and I think the the ability to communicate what people are going to get to talk to them in their language of what's important to them, their wishes, their dreams, their desires, as well as their frustrations, their fears, their, what keeps them up at night, like being able to talk to that is, is you kind of get to really activate their motivation so that they want to get into action and do something about it. So I think that that's really powerful. Now, I also like, um. I'm thinking about like creating an open dialogue with people, and you know, what comes to my mind is, let's say um, a client is struggling with a specific challenge, and on social media, uh, depending on the expert and the service provider and all that good stuff, but on social media, you could you could call out, "Hey, what is your what's your best recommendation for people who are struggling with this?" Then you kind of get your community engaged, and the people who are who are contributing, who are showing up, they care about that topic. So at one level, they want to contribute to it. They, they might want to be a part of a mastermind. They uh, might want to you know be able to serve or help you with your mission, your purpose, whatever it might be. That's more of the, hey, what is your su- suggestions about this? The people who have overcome that have solutions, and that's a certain type of people, a group of people to, tu- to um, tune into, which would provide value for um, your potential clients who are struggling with that specific challenge. But the other way, yeah, is- it's a
1: show not tell. If you if you can if you solve a problem, yeah. and and I actually teach that that part in the masterminds, If you if you can solve a problem consistently, mm. you demonstrate that, and then you reflect that back to the market. First of all, you find out is this a problem that enough people have? Mm. Absolutely, you do your research, and then yes, you go back and say, um, this is the problem you're experiencing. Whether it is um, getting more revenue from social media, whether it is SEO, whatever, whatever the whatever the sticking point is, yeah. and you demonstrate that, that's far better than, than saying, we do this, we do that. People don't care about your process. Yeah. So you could be the world's best accountant, you could be the world's best social media um, expert. What they care about is results and they care about themselves. Yeah. So w- the more you can frame it around, um, these are the this is the, the steps to follow, this is the process, this is how it actually works at the end, mm. um, Rather than the, the, the journey, that's what people gravitate towards. Yeah. How are you going to solve my problem? Uh, that's it, rather than you talking about yourselves and how much expertise you've got.
0: Yeah, and I think it's, it's knowing where your perfect clients are at as well and what's their next step. Um, I like to think of what can I facilitate people uh, to do next? What's their next step? Some people might have a challenge creating content uh, that's engaging, that's that's great. A lot of people say they struggle with content creation. So you can create a series like 30 days of content creation. You can create challenges. You can create, you know, just ways for people to get involved and to take action. I think a lot of people are just, um, they're overwhelmed with the content and they're not doing enough. And so I think more invitations to be doing, whether that's joining a mastermind, whether that's uh, participating in in like kind of challenges or contests or uh, you know different things like that different facilitation I think that's a, a big part of being a successful service provider and uh, delivering the results. Yeah I totally agree that it, it, it is about action because that's the only way you really
1: learn and you yeah. go from that conceptual yeah I understand that mm. to to applying and, and it ties, ties perfectly in with the, the context versus content. Yeah. Uh, it's only when you start to actually try something oh, that didn't quite work. Let me test. Let me adjust. Let me mm. ask someone else. Let me find out what's the sweet spot for me and, and how, do I, how do I do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are some of the biggest drivers for people to want to join uh, a mastermind and grow themselves and be surrounded by a group of, of peers who they respect, who challenge them? Um, what do you think some of those biggest points are? Why points?
1: Look, I personally believe that we've we've gone from this proliferation of information, and mm. and we've kind of moved from the knowledge economy, which everyone sort of talked about about five ten years ago when we all connected to the, to the internet, to the not knowing economy,
2: mm.
1: and that requires moving removing your ego. Yeah. So when you think about it, you've got to have enough of a small enough ego to say, look, I haven't figured this all out. Mm. There's no shame in in in, in that. Let me connect to other people that know what I don't know, yeah. that I can share my knowledge of what I know, and we can create this symbiotic relationship where we can all help each other with the stuff that we don't know. Mm. And, and one of the examples is that if you're in a mastermind and you've got a, a decade's worth of experience and the other six people in there have, that's 60 years' worth of business knowledge. Right? That's incredibly powerful. And you're all going to have some overlapping things where you all know this. Oh, yeah, I all know that. But there's going to be a huge amount of stuff that you just don't know. Mm. And the speed that we are transforming in our, our economy with disruption, with, with new ideas, with um, new learning platforms, with different ways of doing things, mm. it's impossible to keep up with all of that as well as service your clients, right? Mm. It's yeah. just it just you can't do it. So it, it makes sense more than ever to tap into other people's uh, expertise and their ideas and, and their knowledge rather than saying okay on top of my 40 hours a week client work how am i going to spend 10 15 hours a week trying to learn something new mm. uh, on top of everything else that i've got going on and then something new comes on and you just it's impossible to stay on top so having that 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 group knowledge, that that mastermind that from from wherever it comes from. A mastermind to me is just even two people coming together and saying, Hey, look, we'll catch up once a month. We'll keep each other accountable. We'll, you know, what are you working on? Why is that important? Can I give you some pointers and help and some blind spots? Mm-hmm. That's still a mastermind. So you can do that without paying anybody and you can still tap into someone else's knowledge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's like the likelihood that someone will let themselves down is so much higher than letting other people down as well you know it's like if i'm if i know that every month i get to meet up with someone or you know every month i get to meet up with a group of people or even more often and bi-weekly or weekly or whatever it might be that is motivation it's huge motivation i know for me it's been uh, a big part of Uh, creating success, continuing the 12 hour marathon is a product of uh, all the guests who get to come on and share their message. Like I'm, I'm reliable because I know that there's people who are counting on me. First of all, I'm reliable to myself. And the, the secondary level of motivation is that there's people who want to get their message out in the world. And so I get to keep showing up for those people who are changing the world, who are counting on me to have this platform to help them make a bigger difference.
1: Yeah, and what what you got here is kind of like a, it's kind of like an API. It's another person's intellect, so it's yep. not an API we all know in the software thing <laughs> where you plug in and use that. It's an API of another person's intellect, and yeah. and that still feeds into your learning, to to the learning of your audience, yep. and to to paying it forward rather than you always trying to learn everything yourself.
0: Hmm. Man, I love it. I love it. And it's, it's really helped me get a lot of clarity, especially at the beginning of doing this because I've been doing it for almost two and a half years. The beginning, I was trying to figure out who I am. What is my message? You know, so having people who I can have conversations with, and I wasn't necessarily directly asking people, hey, you know, what do you think about this message? What do you think about this purpose? You know, does that make sense to you? That's not necessarily what I was doing, but I was having conversations with people who are clear, who are purposeful, who are ambitious, who are fired up, who are taking action, who are hungry. Uh, and that that inspired and cultivated my own character being around that. And then the second thing is like having masterminds myself, like that's that's been a huge change maker for being able to share, hey, this is the, the message that I want to share with the world. What do you think about it? And getting that refinement and getting that feedback, it's freaking priceless, man.
1: Yeah, it's kinda of like the Matrix. Have you ever seen the the first film, like Neo um downloads all those fighting techniques? Yep. And he goes, Oh, I'll well, Jiu Jitsu and he learns jiu-jitsu. Yep. So you, you don't quite get to keep all those skills, but you certainly get to tap into it a little bit like the, the Matrix. But I'm yeah. sure, you know, Chris, this show for you has provided Insights and 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 intellect and and thoughts and knowledge, yep. uh, and again even some context around it because you get to ask some really good questions yeah. that have really sort of helped you sort of grow in in your knowledge and your expertise.
0: Huge, yeah, yeah. It's been so so beneficial. Um, so I think knowing the questions to ask, that's been a product of me being around people who are also asking great questions and a lot of question asking. You know, sometimes it's just the repetition of asking so many questions that like I get clarity on what questions should I be asking. And I love how you mentioned the five whys at the beginning to really get to the deepest level of of questions and and motivation and reason why we're doing things, because when we get Powerful questions, we get powerful answers, and we 're able to really adjust our our direction and our actions based on that
1: yeah, we tie this back into context versus content we've we've read somewhere you know how to do something and and we kind of know it, hmm. but until sometimes someone from externally comes and, and asks you those deeper questions, why do you want to do that what's your motivation what's your outcome? What will that mean to you if that happens? What does success look like? Mm. Um, why are you focus on this versus something else? That mm. you get that clarity mm. and that outside perspective that you just don't get when you're stuck inside your own little sort of thought bubble of this is what I'm working on, um, and this this um, certainly misnomer that uh, all, all us entrepreneurs are, are busy working away on our own in isolation, coming up with the next genius idea. Uh, the reality is the exact opposite. Everybody has had help along the way. Yep. You've only got to look at the very first iteration of Facebook to what it is now. Mark Zuckerberg didn't come up with all that. He very quickly had mentors. They, you know, they brainstormed better name for it. They, they changed the platform. They just did all these, all these things. So it's, it's a fallacy to think that Mark Zuckerberg was had this vision from the very start of what Facebook would look like. He didn't. He got all this additional help. Yeah. Again, I call it, you know, tapping in someone else's API yeah. uh, along the way to 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 transform it into what it is today. Yeah. So the more you can get those people that surround yourself with them in whatever form—free, um, paid, coaching, mastermind, um, mentors, whatever that is—that's where you are going to get your best self, and you're really going to draw out the the person you're meant to become and the impact you want to make.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100% Ronan. This is gold. Um, I want to know what do you see because it, it, you are well connected, you're well plugged in, you know people who are who are making a big impact and, and you're growing with those people, you're providing masterminds for those people. Um, what do you see coming Um, or or what are you most excited about in the coming months and years that uh, you see yourself making a bigger impact or seeing being mean, really meaningful for the world as a whole?
1: Oh, well, I truly believe that the, the the mastermind concept will just grow and grow. So yeah. two, three years ago, i at a networking event. I'm explaining to people what I do, and they've never heard of it. <laughs> so a couple of months ago, Tony Robbins launched a, a mastermind together with yep. uh, Dean Grazioni, I think his name is. I hadn't heard of him before. But Russell Brunson as well from ClickFunnels. Yep. So it's kind of gone mainstream. So it's gone from being in this very, very niche, it was like fight club, no one talks about it, mm-hmm. people are in these groups, but it's not very well known, <laughs> to, to being something that, that's out there. And, yeah. and and I talked about it earlier, about the fact that with a rapid change of, of everything we need to do as a business owner and be across, yeah. uh, that we just can't stay on top of that. So mm-hmm. the more we create these these groups, these pods, these, that we're interconnected with other people that... You never know what's going to come out of that. It could be a joint venture. It could be collaboration. It could be – I talk about leverage all the time in my masterminds. Mm. How do you leverage what you already have to have this bigger impact or more? Most people get stuck in, okay, I need to get one more customer, one more customer, one more customer. If you can find the kind of leverage that uh, Tim Ferriss talks about, Mm. he says I'd rather spend four or five hours or a week Working out what 's the one big domino that would knock over everything and make it irrelevant, and yeah. for some people that is a joint venture or mm. some kind of collaboration where somebody that you have a skill thats and an a, an a service that someone wants and it's a natural bolt on to someone else and you can help each other that 's how you that's how you leverage rather than just trying to get one customer one customer yeah so that's what i that's what i'm most excited about that I think mm. more people will more will come together and collaborate more because without it, it's, a, it's quite a lonely barrow
0: just pushing that on your own in your,
1: in, in your, in your, in your basement, trying to become the next Facebook.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love the leverage. Um, also, I don't know if you've heard of Jay Abraham. He's an amazing um, yep. business. Yeah. Marketing philosopher. He talks a lot about masterminds as well. I think he shares about the example of, um, so, I don't, I think it was, um, a motorcycle manufacturer a motorcycle manufacturing company wanted to manufacture more motorcycles and they feel like man I'm I'm tapped out how am I supposed to manufacture more motorcycles and they don't have like any more capacity in their in their current warehouse or systems or whatever else it might be. And so I think Jay Abraham goes in with them and says, you know, like expand and, and think bigger. I think someone went to like one of his seminars or something like that. Anyways, a year later, I think the person goes back and they say, you know, we've grown so much, like we're, we're like so expanded and delivering all these motorcycles. He's like, how'd you do it? And they said, well, we went to a a lawnmower Manufacturing facility that had all this extra equipment that they weren't using, and the mo- motorcycle company made a deal with the lawn mower um, company to use their space to leverage their space that they weren't even using. And it created like I don't know, a couple, I think it was a couple hundred percent of um, increase in in uh, output and revenue because of that asset that they now had this this access to to the machinery to the to the warehouse to the systems and to the distribution and all this kind of stuff of the lawnmower um, you know company, and it's like that's not one plus one. That's like. A hundred times a hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone do it quite as well as Jay Abraham. I, I've <laughs> I've read a couple of his things, and he can just one after another. He can Man. show people the missing leverage that yeah. that that they need, uh, and he's done that again and again. He's got hundreds of case studies like that. So yeah. he's just he's just the type of person that can can look at a business and say, "To leverage it, you could do this. What about that? Why aren't you yeah. connecting with this person and yeah. and sharing?" As I said, some 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 warehouse space, some, some other other people's intellect, um, some systems that they've got, and and tapping together. He's phenomenal at that. So, so yeah. When when you said that, I'm, I'm nodding along, going, yep. That's that's just one just one idea from you know going to 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 hear someone that has that different perspective that turns your business into you know this huge profit machine because it's mm. something that you hadn't seen.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love everyone. That's, that's awesome. So leverage is like the, the name of the game. Also, I wanted to speak to masterminds and also why it's, why it's so important, why it's blooming and blossoming, in my opinion, um, now more than ever. Because people, in my opinion, are looking for feeling like they belong. Feeling like they're a part of a community that gets them, and oftentimes, like big communities come together, big seminars, think like things like that. Like that's cool. It's cool to go connect with people like ourselves who are are in that kind of environment. And the mastermind environment that meets once a week, once every other week, once a month, once every three months, whatever it is. Um, that's a group of a smaller number of people. It's like a tribe. It's like a you know it. You're able to create. Highly precise, not a bunch of you know hundreds of random people who are all over the spectrum, but a highly precise group of people, depending on the intentionality of the founders of the the group members and who they allow in and who they don't um, but it's like super. Cultivated, super precise, and that group has the ability to be a tribe and be so in harmony, so connected, so aligned in their direction that it just creates astronomical results. It creates like such greater growth than if it's a just a random group of people who are into personal development or into business or into online, uh, you know, e- uh, e-commerce, right? It's like people who see the world the same way or a similar way, and they're able to, to share that perspective in a meaningful way that makes a big contribution to others. And I think people will continue looking more and more for those small tribes of people who get them, who understand them, where they can just go be themselves and just like, love who they are and not feel like they're judged. Know that there's people who, who relate to them, and it's like family. It's like finally being home and feeling like they belong.
1: Yeah, I believe it's the evolution of of Facebook groups. I think mm. Facebook groups are sort of dying out now. You get two, three thousand people in a group, and 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 when I've been in them, you know, you want to contribute, but to have to scroll down through uh, a question and then seven, eight answers until you finally go, well, oh, actually, that's that's been answered," or mm. "How do that?" You can spend an hour on on Facebook and and really struggle to. To, to find the right answer and, and, and demonst- not demonstrate your value but but give give value to people or answer their questions
2: mm. uh,
1: because it, it's just not a great platform for that. So mm. you can spend an hour doing that and get nothing out of it or you can be in a smaller group, as you said, a, a smaller tribe that are, that are there every week or every fortnight rather than just randomly dropping in and, oh, I've got half an hour to spare. Let me just jump onto Facebook and 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 scroll through this group and, and answer that question. So, yeah, creating mm. those tight-knit those tribes, those communities, um, some of them are big and that's fine, um, but some of them are quite niche, quite small, and and that's the only way you can go deeper with somebody and you can open up and really sort of create that connectivity that allows you to sort of really share your uh, your deepest fears, doubts, right. frustrations, because you can't do that on social media. You can't right. say, well, actually, I'm really struggling with this. Because everybody has to be winning on social media. Right. So it's the wrong platform. If you really want to change, you've got to, as I said, let go of the ego sometimes and say, look, I haven't got it all figured out. I need some help with this. Really struggling. What What do you think? And getting that
0: honest opinion based on the fact that you're opening up and being vulnerable.
2: Mm
0: so good Ronan this is gold we can tell that you've done this a time or two before this ain't your first rodeo so uh, I appreciate all that we've talked about so far it's been really really valuable and I want to encourage people how they can stay connected with you what are their next steps that they can engage in to continue their journey to maybe find a mastermind that's a great fit for them and uh, just how they can keep growing themselves and then right after that we're going to do the minute to win it where you're going to share the best wisdom encouragement about masterminds about leverage whatever you feel you want to drive home the conversation with. Okay, so let's first start with how they can stay connected with you and what do we want them to do next?
1: Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Ronan Leonard, the mastermind guy. If they're looking to run their own mastermind, I can give you a link to um, a, a free program just to give them some ideas around creating world-class content and and finding the message that will attract people to to their own little tribe. Uh, because the second you create uh, a tribe you you become more influential you become an authority when you teach what you know Mm. so the value isn't in what you know it's in what you teach so they're the two best places and accountability.io is my website i've got plenty of resources around mastermind on there as well beautiful beautiful
0: I love it. So, e-countability.io. And that's e c c o u n t a b i l i t dot I-O. E-countability.io. And they can find you, Ronan Leonard, R-O-N-A-N space L-E-O-N-A-R-D. Ronan Leonard. Right? That's how you spell everything? All good? Perfect. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> awesome. So, how can people... Get this fire from you. Let's give them the the minute to win it. The one person who's listening right now, and of course, there's many more than that. But one person who you're speaking to, and they get all your encouragement, all your fire, all your wisdom, all your passion. Let's give it to this person, Ronan. All
1: right. So you've reached this point where you're pretty good at what you do, but you know there's more. You want a bigger impact. You want to create something that is going to pay it forward, create some kind of legacy, and we all want to create something bigger than ourselves. And it's not just an ego thing. It's, it's a genuine, we're in small business because we genuinely like helping people. We want to solve a problem. So to have a bigger impact, you've got to teach what you know to other people. And that requires a growth mindset to say, look, I can play a bigger game. I can help more people. And the only way I can do that is to teach what I know to other people so they haven't got to go through the hard luck, the problems, the frustrations, and the, the journey that I went through, and I'm given that shortcut, and I can see that transformation, that butterfly effect of, hey, I've helped all these people. It's an amazing feeling. Uh, you would know it, Chris. It's an amazing feeling when you've taught somebody, and they get it, and they go away, and you see them transform. So I encourage anybody that really wants to, to level up, wants to play at a different game, wants to do what they're meant to do. And have that bigger impact is to find a way to teach what you know.
0: Amen. Ronan, 100%. I vibe with that, man. That is 100% uh, my opinion and perspective as well. Go teach, go share. Every single person's voice and message makes a difference so own it own that fact that you make a difference in your life and your be- being and becoming your greatest possible self and ronan this has been an absolutely incredible conversation i appreciate who you are and what you're standing for creating transformational results in people's lives in these communities in these masterminds that you are a part of that you are creating cultivating and i'm excited to see even more of what you create in the world man thank you for being here oh, thanks for having the show chris really enjoyed it here. awesome awesome man we'll see you soon okay thank you From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, employeeescapeplan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius Or, if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy. Tap into your flow and take massive action. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.